Hey, thanks for joining me today. You're listening to The Sit Down with Roman Gray. Creativity is an elusive word and therefore an elusive part of life. It feels like recently it's such a buzzword. You know, if you're creative, then that means you're special or something like that. Recently, we've been putting creativity on this pedestal and keep trying to one-up each other, showing just how creative we are. Eventually, you see so many people get caught up in their ego and their work and begin to over-identify their sense of worth with the output of their creativity. I'm most definitely one of those people. It was a very unhealthy relationship I had with my creativity and the results I felt like I should have been getting but wasn't. With time, I've gotten a lot better, but I still struggle with it from time to time because, you know, I'm a human being. But I want to bring something up that has been helping me a lot that I discovered late last year. The ever-wonderful Elizabeth Gilbert, the woman who famously wrote the book Eat, Pray, Love, and not to mention a whole host of other amazing books, did a TED Talk over a decade ago or so. And in that talk, she had given some really amazing insights into other cultures in the past and how they handled creativity. And to basically summarize a good portion of that talk, she mentioned that in ancient Greece and Rome, people didn't believe that creativity came from human beings. They believed that creativity was this divine spirit that came to human beings from some unknown source. Socrates, the famous philosopher, believed that he had a spirit or a sort of divine energy that spoke wisdom into him. The Romans had the same idea, but they called that sort of unidentifiable creative spirit a genius. And the Romans didn't actually think that a genius was clever and a highly intellectual person like so many of us do today. They believed that a genius was this sort of magical entity who was believed to literally live in the walls of an artist's studio. Right? Some sort of psychological structure to protect those from their creativity and ideas. And I can see why it worked so beautifully. It acts as a barrier, or at least sets some distance between the artist's self-worth, their sanity, and their work. They wouldn't get too caught up in their own ego, but also wouldn't get hurt if they didn't produce the work they wanted since they couldn't take all the credit because there was a genius in the walls. And if some new piece of art they constructed was horrible... Well, they also couldn't take full credit because there was a genius in the walls. Or in that case, you know, a lame genius in the walls. I watched that whole interview and loved every single second. It had posed a whole new way of thinking and seeing creativity in a way I had never thought of before. And it helped reshape the relationship I have with my own creativity. Or better yet, the relationship I have with the creative genius that lives inside my walls.
today so many people associate poets, musicians, painters, artists, or just any successful creative person as them being the genius rather than having a genius. And while this may sound irrational, anybody who's ever actually tried to make something creatively and imaginatively knows just how irrational the creative process can be. And I want to speak to this idea of creativity striking you at a moment's notice and how you gotta capture it before it evades your grasp. I know a lot of people know this feeling, but I've definitely had it on more than a handful of occasions. The best example I could give in my case was one day I was in Rhode Island with my girlfriend on a warm, rainy summer day. And we were walking along this beautiful path along the ocean when we just stopped for a moment at a set of stairs to just breathe and take in the views and just relish how amazing it felt. All of a sudden, it's like I got connected to this It's going to sound crazy, but this stream of consciousness. All of a sudden, I just have these set of words that just flow right into my head. Right? I'm not thinking about poetry or creativity or really anything at all. You know, I was just happy to be there with my girlfriend at such a beautiful place. And when, like I said, I'm just standing there in the rain getting soaked and I'm just loving every second of it. And then just boom, like that, just out of nowhere, these words hit me. And it's gonna, this is going to sound crazy again, but it felt almost like as if these words had come down in the form of the rain droplets hitting my body. And I had immediately took out my phone to write down those words that came into my head because, you know, I just, they felt so good and I didn't want to forget about them. So I took my phone out and jotted them down, put my phone away and then just carried on. But when those moments happen, it's such a surreal feeling, right? Like in those moments, you genuinely feel like you're just a conduit for some sort of other entity. You're a conduit for this creative genius that is flowing through you at that moment in time. Creativity is beautiful because it can strike at a moment's notice and creativity knows no rules. With that said, if you're still listening, I know this isn't my typical episode, but I didn't not want to share this with you guys. You know, I thought this was incredible. So to end this listening session, I'm going to read you guys the poem that I was just talking about that I was inspired by on that day in Rhode Island. So I hope you enjoy it. These warm summer tears replenish my skin as they fall from the sky. I can't help but wonder if even the sun gets blocked out so Mother Nature can cry, then what about us and our waves of cycles? Our days of warmth and light exist only to give way to the stars and darkness. Moments of calm, peace, and serenity just to periodically end up having days filled with anger, frustration, panic, 
or just dissatisfaction. It's almost like we just keep flipping on and off switches. We need both our days of freedom and lightness, but also allow ourselves to cope, feel, and just deal with all our inner misconceptions and missed connections. For where would we be if we never knew the feelings of cloudy days but the necessity of rain? Or the calm evenings of the sea just to wake up to the sound of angry waves? Such a seemingly tumultuous relationship we have with ourselves and the invisible workings behind our lives. We are already encased in a never-ending tape. A present-day tape that gets rewound, rewatched, paused, continued, and replayed all over again. Seasons come and go, and changes may never be permanent. But the least we can do for ourselves is to have patience and experience what all these changes have to offer us. Hey guys, I just want to take a moment to say thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it so much. Please don't forget to support me by visiting my website, itsromangray.com, as well as follow me on Twitter and Instagram at itsromangray. I love all of you so much just for being here and supporting me. It means everything. Thank you so much. And until next time.